0: This is This Week Above the Fold, your weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is March 22nd. I'm Emma Irwin. I have Dean McKenna, Associate Director of Client Services at Flywheel Digital here with me. Today, we're going to cover current banking issues, how GPT-4 outsmarts ChatGPT, and Netflix reviewing its current ad strategy. So for story number one, I'm using the question directly from the Economist's headline. What is wrong with the banks?
1: Yeah, well, exactly. Thanks, Emma. And I think last week Danny Hoffman covered the issue of the Silicon Valley Bank and the cause of the run on the cash and ultimately demise of the bank and the impact of its depositors. And you know, nearly half of America's VC backed tech and life science startups are, are depositors at SVB. So huge, huge impacts. You know, they say that a week is a long time in politics, but wow, it's been a long old week in banking as well. And, you know, the challenges that were really confined to SVB last week have really now extended beyond that bank and are really shaking the markets. And even at the weekend just gone, we saw that Credit Suisse had been bought out by UBS to prevent it failing as well. Maybe not a direct relation to SVB, but most definitely an impact of that. You know, The Economist article was really interesting reporting this week that nearly 230 billion U.S. dollars has been wiped off the market value of America's banks this month, you know, fall of some 17 percent and treasury yields have really tumbled and markets now reckon the Federal Reserve will begin cutting interest rates in the summer. Share prices of banks in Europe and Japan have also plunged as well. So just what's happened with this one individual bank has really had quite a big more than a ripple, quite a wave throughout the whole banking sector. But also, you know, where are the VC firms going to be putting their cash? Cause, you know, there was a lot of the VC cash was uh, flowing through into SVP and funding those uh, investments through that vehicle. So they're going to have to find another place. There's a lot of cash uh, available within the VC sector at the moment, waiting to be invested. But, you know, where are they going to be putting that? So that's the big question that we're still going to wait and see.
0: Perfect. Moving into story number two, which is from TechCrunch, and it's covering how GPT-4 outsmarts ChatGPT. So tell me about GPT-4.
1: Yeah, well, GPT-4, it's the hot topic of the year so far, isn't it? You know, we, we can't go a day without having another AI topic. Uh, and, you know, ChatGPT-4 was, you know, the big, much anticipated announcement. And finally, we, we saw it arrive uh, last week. Um, so, you know, looking behind the hype, we really want to understand, well, so what? Who cares? You know, this is another, another version. But there was there's some really exciting new stuff. And TechCrunch helped us sort of dig behind the layers there and understand what is really setting this apart from the others. For me, there's a couple of things that I really, I really find interesting. The first one is that ChatGPT4 can now look at images and understand the content behind images, not just having a text chat. So that's a huge, powerful leap forward, in my opinion. And, and there's already a host of different things being published about how um, it can use that that data. I'm just, you know, we're just so near the surface at the moment. That's just a huge, powerful leap forward. The other area I think, or other two areas probably is, you know, the multilingual capability. So we've now got a much higher accuracy across twenty six different languages from Italian to Ukrainian and Korean. So that is going to be really powerful in how we start interacting in in you know multilingual capability, opening up to people with native language, you know, other than English, but also how we convert and translate from one language to the next. And I guess another fun one, but also with a serious side, is the personality. So chat GPT-4, you can also ask it to bring a little bit of personality life to life. And I think, you know, in the past, we felt that some of the responses were a little bit bland. Uh, so bringing a little bit more life to the answers is going to be really exciting. <music>
0: Moving into story number three, Netflix is reviewing its ad strategy. So, what exactly is Netflix reviewing, and why?
1: Yeah, so this is you know quite an interesting one. So it was quite a surprise, I guess, in the marketplace. July last year, Netflix announced that it was partnering with Microsoft to generate the you know advertising revenue uh, from their streaming service. And you know when that announcement went out, um, it was the surprise really came from the fact that uh, other Bigger and perhaps more, you know, stronger uh, advertisers like Comcast and Google uh, were sort of seen as the front runners to be able to provide this uh, support. Um, but you know, when people look behind it, I think you know Microsoft is regarded less of a direct competitor than Comcast and Google, who both you know operate uh, in in the space. But early days following the announcement you know media buyers were taken aback by you know the really really high cpm prices that were being asked some 65 dollars which was um you know super high relative to what people uh, had expected and also you know when the commercial started uh, debuting it did seem that uh, things hadn't gone quite as as well as it expected. Audiences were a lot lower, and Netflix had to actually issue some early-stage uh, advertisers with refunds. So it can be can be interpreted as a tacit admission that the future improvements are necessary in you know the relationship or how you know the ad platform is working. And I think there's now a lot of speculation that Netflix may actually take that ad business in-house or even through acquisition of uh, another platform. You know, they've had some senior level appointments in the advertising team just recently that's kind of fueling that speculation.
0: What is the most interesting story this week, in your opinion?
1: Well, I guess it's flavor of the month, week, year chat GPT-4. And for me, the one element is the image recognition. I'm really, really excited to be putting this to the test. Indeed, I'm going to put it to the test tonight because I've got a fairly sparse refrigerator at home. So I'm going to be taking a picture of what's inside there, sending it off to chat GPT-4 and asking for a recipe. I'm not quite sure what uh, eclectic mix of things I'll be getting back. And you know, maybe I'll even ask for it to be presented back to me in the style of a famous chef
0: incredible. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. We're off next week to attend Shop Talk, but tune in the next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold digested for you by our essential digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, senior editor and specialist at Essential. See you next time.